So let's be real. Home is the place where all of the beautiful goodness Christ taught crashes headfirst into the ugly brick wall that is real life. But this is also where it starts to really matter. This is where we equip ourselves and our family with all of the tools, skills, and whatchamacallits vital to succeed in Christ. Join us in our journey to find light, positivity, and specific practical ways to make our homes little outposts of heaven so we can better brighten wherever we end up wandering. Hey, everybody. Hey welcome guys. to Outpost of Heaven, the podcast. Yes, welcome. And usually I am very against the idea of giving medals just for finishing, but everyone <laughs> who has made it thus far through the year deserves a medal because 2020 has been a beast. <laughs> So finish your so medals funny. for everyone. <laughs> it's really funny. And I think this is at one point where one situation where I'm entirely okay with giving finisher medals. Are you okay with that this time? Yep. <laughs> well, we hope Definitely. all of you are doing well and you're staying healthy. Yeah. Uh, I just started working from home this past. Today? Yeah, today. Yeah. Yeah. So this we're recording this ent- intro significantly after we uh, recorded the episode that you're about to listen to but um yeah so this we were recording this intro what, what is today the 17th uh 18th the 18th of march of march mm-hmm. so it's pretty pretty recent to when it's going to be uh right be released yeah we just are hoping that you guys are happy and healthy and um making it through if you're quarantined you're or you're at home from work or from school, we hope you're doing okay and that you are able to find happiness wherever you're at. Yeah. And so one thing we're going to try and do to kind of help ourselves and hopefully help people out there who are maybe struggling with this staying positive aspect or staying focused on Christ when it seems like the whole world's falling apart, um, we are going to switch our format up starting next week, uh, at least for a little bit through the quarantine-ish phase while this However is all going long on. It lasts, yeah, we don't we don't know. We don't even know. Nobody knows anything. Yeah. You know? We know we know, you know some things, know? but Yeah. We well, know we don't really know how long. We know God been. loves us. And you, person, listener. <laughs> God loves you, random listener. And uh, so what we're gonna do is starting next week we are gonna switch our format up to have primarily short daily episodes. Yeah, about 10 to 15 minutes, probably. Yeah, and so we're going to focus on just whatever uh, whatever you guys want to listen, or whatever you want to talk about. I don't know what beeped. I thought everything was turned off. That's fine. <laughs> okay. uh, Roll with it. So if you're interested in us talking about any topic, so I think what we're going to do is we're gonna take one question or one topic, and we're just going to spend 10, 15 minutes talking, talking about, about it, it, sharing your experiences. I'd really love to share uh, listener experiences. So if you have anything cool happening or any way you're trying to stay focused on Christ when you're, when you, you know, you're stuck in your little house, mm-hmm. um, we would love for you to reach out and share that with us. And then we will, we'll talk about it on here. Yeah. In we the- already have like three, I think three suggestions and we're really excited to cover those little topics. So yeah. Yeah. Anyways, we are still going to do our, like our bigger episode once a week. But we also just wanted to give you guys some mini episodes throughout the week because we know you're probably at home in isolation or quarantine or something, and it might be something uplifting to listen to. And yeah, and so we might do something like a scripture, like a, a daily scripture or a daily motivational experience or something just to kind of help us help remind us that even though the world might be going crazy, like Heavenly Father still loves us. Like that hasn't changed. 
Right. And his plan hasn't changed. Like, this has all been part of his plan. He's not surprised. Like, that is something that keeps me afloat, I guess, is that, like, none of this is a surprise to Heavenly Father. You think he, like... Like, none of this, like, is throwing him off, you know? Like... Do you ever think he gets excited? He's like, I wonder what they're going to do when they see this. (laughs) This is, like, a scary thing, though. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I wonder... I mean, I guess he knows what's going to happen, but... What would happen if I sent a virus through the whole world? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, yeah. um... Don't think that we're not saying the virus is from God. Don't no, misinterpret no, us. No, we're but just... Yeah. 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 We're just saying this isn't a surprise to God, and he still loves he you. He still loves, still loves us. us. He's, he's in control, and he knows what's going on. Yeah, so we're going to change our rubric a little bit, because we know more of you are spending more time at home, maybe you have a little bit more free time, you want to break up the monotony... And we want to try and help you out with a little bit of that. We want to provide some positive media because most of the media out there is driving me bat crap crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's a little, it's, it's nuts. Yeah. It's bonkers. Okay. Okay. So this next episode, um, I guess right now, this very episode, this is just the intro, but um, this is a continuation with Chris and Brittany. Um, and they, our conversation was just so great last time, but this kind of split up into two different topics. So this next topic is more on perfectionism, Mm -hmm. which I absolutely loved. Um, We got to hear a little bit about Chris's struggle with perfectionism and how we can combat that. Yeah. So. And so this is something that that. I personally deal with as well. So it was a a very needed conversation for us to hear. Definitely. I think a lot of people struggle with it. Mm -hmm. So. All right. Well, we're looking forward to you enjoying this episode and to talking to you guys more next week. Yeah. Reach out to us, guys, on Instagram if you want to um, suggest a little topic for those episodes. All right. Without further ado, Chris and Brittany. Well, we haven't heard from you in a while, Chris. (laughs) Um, I was wondering if you could talk a little bit more about overcoming this um, need for perfection, like this uh, feeling like you have to be perfect, otherwise you're not good enough. Yeah, no, I, I, I'd love to. That's something that um, is very dear to my heart. You know, when I was younger, I had some self-esteem issues and had some hard things happen to me, and I couldn't comprehend it. So I literally shut myself off emotionally. So I didn't feel emotion really until um, I went and did a two-year volunteer service mission. And then for the first several months of my, of my mission, I cried a lot and I was trying to figure out (laughs) I just had so much Emily every day (laughs) I'm working on it (laughs) I had so much emotion and then when I came home from um, my service I didn't know how to I didn't know how to process it back in the old environment I was in Mm -hmm. um, in my family and just life and I ultimately long journey but I ultimately came to the conclusion and the understanding that I had to decide and I had to understand and had to have a belief that did God love me did he know who I was and did he ultimately want what was best for me and that was really hard to think about because I always thought ultimately I would say I knew that God loved me but when I really peeled back the layers and I thought okay but does he really love me mm-hmm. Does he really care about me? Even with all the flaws and the shortcomings and the mistakes that I make, um, do I have intrinsic value regardless of what I've done? And over time, and I still ponder on it a lot, 
and make sure my feelings are that way. But I, I came ultimately through experiences and through pondering and taking steps that God does love me and he wants me to be happy and he doesn't want me to be a robot. He doesn't want me just to do things, um, and, but he wants me to become. Mm-hmm. And when I came to that conclusion and I came, come to that understanding that he wants me to become something, that has helped me so much in avoiding the thought process of having to be perfect. Because you could listen to like what Brittany was saying and you could say, man, that sounds like a lot of stress. She's, she looks and says, okay, I didn't say a prayer. I didn't read my scriptures or I let Satan in a little bit. Um, If you had a perfectionist perspective, you would really beat yourself up. But if you have a perception and a perspective of, wait, God loves me and his grace is willingly provided to me. Mm That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah. His love is like in no way, shape, or form connected to our obedience or to like... Right. Like, like even like... It, That's intrinsic. We do. Yeah, it's like inherent in our existence. Right. Mm-hmm. I can't earn love yeah. from God. Mm-hmm. The way I look at it is I can't earn His love because it's given to me and anybody. And I and that's helped me in my days too. When I, when I walk around, I look at people and I try to say, God loves them just as much as He loves me. I'm no better. I'm no worse. They're no better. I'm no worse. And that has really helped me to see, okay, how do I treat people? Mm -hmm. Um, But to realize that I can't earn his love and understanding grace, I've I've studied a lot about grace. And I've come to the conclusion as, as I've read and as I've pondered and I've prayed that you know, there are laws irrevocably decreed in heaven before the foundations of the world upon which all blessings are predicated. So I thought to myself, okay, if all pre- blessings are predicated upon laws, what's the law of grace and how do I obtain grace? And it's, it's interesting as you read in the scriptures. And if men come unto me, I will show unto them their weakness. I give unto men, men weakness that they may be strong. And those that humble themselves before me and have faith in me, then I will make weak things become strong. You obtain grace by being humble and having faith in our Savior. So I look at it and say, okay, these blessings, like that Brittany just mentioned, right? The fact that she was able to have that conversation with our child mm-hmm. is, a, for me, a very direct correlation of her being humble, praying, having faith in the Savior, and the Savior giving her grace to have that experience. And when we look at every experience that I have in my life and the hard things that I went through, and I look back and not being able to emotionally comprehend the things I went through, and now having the perspective of, wait, Heavenly Father allowed those hard things to happen because He loves me, and His ultimate goal is for me to return back to Him in His presence. And having that perspective has really changed having a perfectionist perspective. Mm -hmm. Um, Because that's what... For me, that's what Satan and people that are miserable want. They want you to go, oh, you're not good enough. You're not. You're never going to be good enough. And and, po- and highlighting your weaknesses when really the Savior and the Spirit and our Heavenly Father is, hey, do the best you can. Be humble. Accept, accept my grace. And I promise you, I, I, ju- I can just picture our Heavenly Father and our Savior going, I promise you in years from now, even a year from now or six months from now or 20 years from now, you're going to look back and say, Wow, the Savior's grace has helped me to become so much more and become more aligned with Him. 
Because when we see him, we shall see him as he is because we'll be like him. That's my ultimate goal, right? Mm-hmm. And the only way I can do that is not by checking a box or reading my scriptures every day. It's truly by aligning and receiving the grace to change my heart and who I am. Yeah, thank you. Man, I just feel so uplifted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like ready to like go conquer the world. <laughs> oh. Do you mind if I add something to that? Go for it, oh, yeah. yeah. Go for it. So, um... I often, and I think this is kind of common as like a mother, right? There's so many things that can go wrong when you're raising kids. Um, and you can often feel so imperfect and like a failure, right? It's something we've already kind of touched on a little bit. But um, I think remembering that you don't have to be perfect and that every day is a new day and that we can start again um, is super comforting to me. And because when you get wrapped up into like, I'm a failure, I'm a failure, right? At least for me, I want to give up and, and not try anymore mm-hmm. because I just feel like a failure. Yeah. And I think that's what Satan wants. Yeah. Um, and so I think if I can just remember that I don't have to be perfect as long as I'm doing my best, that's all Heavenly Father expects of me. And so to wake up every day and just try your best again, even if <laughs> we are not perfect, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's just very comforting that's really comforting to me too and I feel like I have to think that way every single day every day and even like further than that sometimes it's like the day has gone so wrong that it's like I feel like I need a new sleep so I can start over (laughs) (laughs) as long as I have like a new sleep and then after the sleep I can start over but really like my goal should be like I could start over at any given moment yes but that's like impossible that's not not reality we're not there yet (laughs) but it's a funny paradigm shift though right I was thinking about the things I did wrong yesterday and I was pondering and I was praying about it and I was eating my breakfast in the beautiful hotel lobby this morning (laughs) That was a very loose term. It wasn't that nice of a hotel. Um, I don't stay in that nice of hotels. But um, (laughs) it was interesting because I was literally having this paradigm shift. I'm like, okay, today's a new day. And I was kind of having the perspective of, yeah, but have I punished myself enough? For yesterday's (laughs) mistakes. For yesterday's mistakes. And I thought to myself, I'm like, isn't that interesting? That even though, like, that's just a constant battle. You're like, well, I need to really hurt myself emotionally to really show <laughs> penance for, yeah. for my mistakes. Yeah. I'm like, the Savior wouldn't do that. He's no. so loving, and I admit it. I make mistakes. Mm-hmm. I do all I can to um, you know, fix that mistake and move on, move right? On. Yeah, that's and that's something I try to like, sort of point out to my kids. Like, They know when I struggle, right? If I've had a bad day, they know I've had a bad day. (laughs) They're aware, yeah. And so, but the beauty of it is that I can apologize and say, you know what? I had a bad day. I'm so sorry. Mm -hmm. Can you forgive me? Let's move on and let's all try and be better. How do you feel about that? Yeah, Yeah. I have that conversation, seriously, every day with Hiram. Hiram is once a day when Emily's having a hard day. He goes up to her and says, Mom... Why are you sad? Aww. You said you were happy. You said you were happy. <laughs> so I think um, I, I should have one question to kind of close it off, and okay. then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Um, so this is the thing that I constantly struggle with, because I, I think almost all people, to some degree, shape, or form, struggle with perfectionism. Yeah. Um, I, don't, like, I don't think it's just it plagues one type of person uh, and not others. I think everyone deals with it in their own way. Um, so specifically when it comes to the tough situation that, that you find yourself in, a lot of us find ourselves in, uh, where one of us is traveling, right? Mm-hmm. Traveling a lot. Uh, 
how do you find the balance between saying like um between perfectionism um or i mean between not perfectionism between saying oh i don't need to be perfect it's okay i just need to strive to be perfect and cutting yourself slack and then the other side being cutting yourself too much slack mm-hmm. and then justifying. just like pulling mm-hmm. back too much and justifying saying, Oh, I don't need to be perfect. It's fine. Cause you hear that sometimes you hear people use that, that to not find comfort, but to justify behavior. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. And so maybe like you do, you think, yeah, you, you, you. <laughs> yeah. I use that phrase a lot, but sometimes I'm wary of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I actually thought that today. I'm like, do you do, do you think? Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, it's, it's, can I, it's interesting because I have friends that have stopped believing in God and stopped trying to connect with heaven mm-hmm. because they felt so guilty with the choices they were making. Now, mm-hmm. I that could be a whole other discussion mm-hmm. and why I think that's the case. But I have found as I've pondered and had conversations with them is that in some of the instances, it's they don't understand grace and they don't understand the love of a heavenly father that regardless of their choices, they, he loves them. Mm-hmm. Um, whether they're good or bad, the love is the same. Right. Um, but then also the second piece to that with them, in, I'm thinking of a couple of friends in, in, in this situation where they just stopped believing God because it was too hard because they were striving perfect, per, perfection. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a tool that the adversary uses very, very cunningly. Um, when I study my scriptures and I ponder and I ask and I connect with heaven, I say, okay, teach me, what am I missing? What is the culture that I have that's in my heart? And what is it that you really want? Mm-hmm. Um, I have found repeatedly that Heavenly Father is so loving and he's so kind and he's so patient, but he's also very, very direct. Mm-hmm. And there are times when he will rebuke me and put me in situations that are very uncomfortable but he always brings it back with love he always makes me feel uplifted even when i'm feeling rebuked and that's 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 fascinating to me i i don't understand how he can be so direct and so loving at the same time yeah yeah, I think, you know, to kind of synthesize what you're saying, for me, what I'm taking out of that is we, as long as we are always going towards Christ and we're always, like, oriented towards Christ, uh, and as we approach the throne of God, He will correct us and He will course correct us and help us get on the right path. Um, like, I, I always think of Peter when he's talking to Jesus right, right before he goes to Jerusalem to be crucified. And Christ said, oh, I'm going to have to die. And Peter says, like, like, be it far from thee. Like, I don't want you to die, pretty much. And Christ turns around and says, get thee behind me, Satan. <laughs> and so he's like super straightforward, really, really um, rebuked him. But he did it, like, right after that, he showed love to him. Um, and he was able to do that with love. And as we come closer to God, it's re- this really interesting relationship where it becomes kinder and softer, but at the same time, like more direct and there's a lot more correction involved. And so sometimes when we think of love, we assume it doesn't have correction, but that's not the way it is. Yeah. With my, I haven't talked really much about the service I do with church, Mm -hmm. but I'm given opportunities to meet with a lot of people. 
And that is a unique experience where it's helped me to understand and feel the love that God has for that individual, but then also how he feels about me. And I've been able to apply it and say, okay, if he feels this way for this individual who's coming and talking to me about choices that they've made or mistakes they've made or things, hard things that have happened to them and the love I feel for them through the spirit is it's, it's fascinating because people will come and they'll have these discussions and these hard things that have happened to them or choices that they made and they feel like they need to talk through it. And that has really helped me over the last three years now to see the love that God has for everybody in a unique situation, Mm -hmm. right? Because I get to have a bird's eye view, so to speak, with them going and and repenting and um, having discussions and the spirit directing us about what steps that should be taken. And that has really helped me to understand uh, the love that Heavenly Father has for us. It's it's a it's a fascinating, fascinating experience to be able to connect with heaven and to see everyone's just doing the best they can. And when you're when you're humble and you are having the desire, that's another thing that's fascinating to read in the scriptures is look at desires, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we take the time and we ponder and try to connect with heaven. There's uh, so much that Heavenly Father wants to bless us with um, when we seek after it. Mm-hmm. And His blessings are His blessings are different, right? You look at His timeline, it's not our timeline. His ways are not our ways. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest blessings I hear, and I see just with Brittany, I'll kind of, I hope I don't embarrass her, but <laughs> when we were first married, I was in dating. I was so blessed to see how Heavenly Father saw her. And we would have discussions, and 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 I could see as as just from this conversation how wonderful of a person she is, um, but she couldn't see that in herself. And I remember praying and pondering and looking at opportunities that could help her to see that. And not that anyone, that, not that just because Andrew's going to travel, this will be a blessing for you mm-hmm. or for other people, but us in our specific situation. Regardless of what we're doing, we're trying to do the best we can, and the Spirit's helping us feel loved, right? And we're feeling the love of our Savior. But our unique situation where I travel so much for work as well as for service, I really believe has provided a way for Brittany to connect with heaven and to help her to see. And Heavenly Father's put her in tough, hard situations. And He does that because He loves her and He loves me. And that's helped our relationship that's helped our connection with heaven um, as well as with each other. And it's given her the confidence and the strength to be able to do amazing things. Not because, just because she's amazing, because she is. I, I love her and I just think she's incredibly talented. But because she's allowed the Savior to change her and to grow. And, and it's, just, it's just such a neat experience. I know that... Those are some of the blessings that Heavenly Father, he, it's not always that he's going to give us our sight when we're blind instantaneously. Right. It's, it's, a, it's a process. And just watching this process with her has been such a, a blessing. Man, 
I feel like we could keep talking for a long, long time. But unfortunately, we are out of time. Overtime. Yeah, we're, we're, we're over time. <laughs> thank you guys so much. No, thank we you, love so, you much. so much. It's yeah. been awesome. Hopefully, um, you guys who are listening have found some helpful things that apply not just to the specific situation we've been talking about today, but generally, because I think these principles can be applied in a lot of aspects of our lives. Mm-hmm. Honey, do you have any takeaways? Any, like, maybe uh, my main takeaways? takeaways were kind of the things that Brittany was saying. I feel like I'm like really connecting with her because <laughs> our situations will be similar. And so um, just like taking it one day at a time and not trying not to get too overwhelmed at looking at the bigger picture, but like taking it slow. Yeah, I think for me, the biggest takeaway is, so two takeaways, one kind of really practical one is is making efforts to, they didn't say this outright, but making efforts to maintain relationships with each member of your family. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, That's great. Regardless of, of the situation, whether you're, you're, whether you're home or whether you're traveling, like always making that effort, remembering that that should be in your top priority. Like mm-hmm. your family should always be in your top priorities. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is, uh, as you're struggling to find the balance between, you know, you do you and and uh, perfectionism, uh, what you need to do is just orient yourself on towards Christ. And as you are constantly doing those things you're supposed to be doing and striving to find not only his love but his corrections you will naturally be pushed in the right direction you will be able to find that balance good takeaways huh okay well thank you guys we love you yeah thank you so much thanks Thanks. bye keep the faith